Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. We sound thrilled to be here. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people. Yeah. 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 Sarcastic people who are going to talk about boats. 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 Preference sheets. Preference sheets. Sales. (laughs) We're very excited, actually. Because we expect our crew to be ready to sail at any moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. All crew, all crew. <laughs> all crew, all crew. <laughs> we almost missed our bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, Below Deck is here unseasonably. Yes. And we are excited. Launching a special new franchise. <laughs> You sound so displeased. (laughs) I'm just having a hard time remembering what words are, is all. (laughs) Anyway, we watch a below deck sailing yacht because now it's below deck season with a new below deck show. And this show is about a yacht that has sails on it. Yes. And sailboats are different than regular yachts because things sometimes tip at angles. Mm -hmm. And also wind is a factor. Yep. Yeah, they they hinted at great length (laughs) about how different sailboats are. And (laughs) they never really took the time to explain... Other than the fact that, like, the ship flies around because it's a big old boat. Yeah. Basically, like, the nuances are, like, now there's a new call on the uh, walkie-talkies to say that they're about to sail. And then you know shit's going to go down. And I think the quarters are smaller. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm reading an article that was like, because this is a 180-foot sailboat, the inside's really luxurious and the crew quarters are really cramped. And I was like, yes, of course. (laughs) That is always true of those large sailboats of 180 feet or so. (laughs) It's a well-known fact. That is a thing we all know. (laughs) about boats and when people say the measurements of boats we all have a great frame of reference (laughs) for how big 180 foot of boat might be (laughs) i want to know like how many hot tubs front to back it would fit and that's a frame of reference that would help me on below deck (laughs) (laughs) it looked to my very experienced below deck watching eye, like it was smaller than than Sirocco. Yeah. But according to one of these articles, sailing boats are big 
big boats. I mean, sailing boats can be any size you want them to be. <laughs> Thus the confusion. <laughs> I thought it was smaller from the way it was shot, but there was yeah. a recent episode where they pulled out so much shit from that boat for, like, water toys and stuff. I was like, wait yeah. a minute. I think it's a little deceiving, but I do get the sense it's smaller than Sirocco. It definitely at least in like like, functional space. It may be the same length, but the shape is going to be different, right? Yeah, it doesn't have all of the upper decks and stuff, which is maybe why it looks smaller. Because Sirocco has like four stories, yeah, of deck, and like maybe not this boat. Maybe right. the decks are elsewhere on this boat, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I've seen three episodes. You've seen one? Yeah. I accidentally watched the intro of the third one. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Spoilers. As is my style. <laughs> but, yeah. Yes, I've seen the whole first episode. So... The thing I'm most excited about, which I told you when I was watching it, is that the engineer is part of the cast in this show. And it's already been such a value add narratively. Yeah. We got to see a shot of the engine room, which just, like, adds a lot of context to, like, the size and complexity of the boat. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, there's been a few, like, smaller things that he's had to be involved with since and he's not like a major character like you don't see him that often and he's appears to be from three episodes in like fairly low-key and not like your typical below deck cast member which is probably a good thing for an engineer he definitely doesn't have like the level of interaction and connection to the rest of the crew no but i'm i'm happy to see him i think it's interesting to add that layer to it. Well, like, episode one ends with the whole thing about the hot tub. And mm-hmm. the engineer is going to have to fix it. And so I'm excited to see a resolution on that that's something other than just, like, people swearing at the hot tub and then the hot tub being fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Because on all the other below decks, that's what happens when the engineer has to get involved. Right. Um... Yeah, so I think that's great. We also have Chef Adam returning. Um, He's problematic. (laughs) Yep. Just as problematic as ever. His adventure road trip into the wild where he cooked over open flames every night didn't seem to teach him much about life. No. I do find that he's generally a competent chef, though, which I can appreciate. I think that's always been, like, LOL, the beef with him is yeah. like, he's good <laughs> at his job, but yeah. he's so fucking neurotic about it. Yeah. But not in the same way that Chef Ben is. Correct. Where, like, he's meh and yeah. also neurotic. Right. <laughs> Different energy. With Ben, the highs are high and the lows are low. And with Adam, yeah. it's like everything he does is good, but he's just fucking insane. Yeah. Yes. So, already things have taken a weird turn with him, so 
Mm, yeah. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um, who else do we meet? We meet the Chief Stew. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, a hard-ass. She she introduces herself to her crew in a crew meeting, and she's like, I give direct feedback, but I don't think I'm, like, a bitch. And my <laughs> husband was in the room, and he goes, oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> Nope, sure isn't. <laughs> so we meet her, we meet her other stewardesses, and I honestly couldn't tell you who any of them were, except one of them eats a lot of candy, even though she's a grown-ass woman. Yeah, she's got a weird energy that I'm not super interested in. It's a little um, sociopathic. Mm-hmm. Yep. They all uh, make then, fun of how heavy her luggage is, and she's like, well, it was all packed really tidy, and then I had to take a bunch of stuff out to make room for the candy, because the candy's the most important thing. Yeah, that's like adults who are too into Disney, you're like, just put it away, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, the other stewardess, who's the third stew, is like a... Um, a wannabe musician? Is this the chick who said that she came up like a Navy SEAL and no, that's the drinks like too. a rock star? Oh, okay. That's the Chief Stew. That's who you want to be your boss, right? Yeah, um, totally. It's no, a good start. This girl seems like just really green, but she... Okay. Um, Oh, is this the chick she who said that she learned how to do her job from YouTube and Pinterest? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she travels as a singer for half the year and then comes and works on boats for half the year, which, like, honestly, not the worst financial decision I guess she's making. Yeah, I mean, she probably makes a year's worth of income and then, like, goes and does her touring. Yeah. Like, makes so, good sense, I think. I'm a little curious to see how that goes, because she seems like um, there's going to be some interesting stuff there. Yeah. And then the, the um, oh my god, what are they called? The outside people. <laughs> Deck crew. The Deck, Deck crew. crew. <laughs> <laughs> the outside people. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> They're not allowed to sleep inside. <laughs> yeah, them. I feel like um, we didn't spend any time with the deck crew this episode. No, I. They haven't spent a ton of time with them in general, but I think they will. Yeah. Um, there's one guy who grew up in, like, Hawaii and is really into, like, water sports and his family owned a camp and he's spent his whole life being, like, a camp counselor. So that's a vibe that no one needs. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple. <laughs> yep. And we need, we need to get into that. Oh, my God. So the couple and the... Um, captain were like 
stationed on the boat in the off-season? They're like the regular crew for the boat. Which is a dynamic I'm actually super interested in, because on Below Deck Med, they get on the boat for the season, and they always complain about the crew who had the boat during the off-season, because they, like, don't organize shit, and they don't clean shit, and whatever, and so the charter season crew has to, like, get the boat charter ready. Yeah. And so in this season, you actually get the continuity between the off-season crew and the charter season crew, and that is an interesting tension. It is. I feel like they really doubled down on it in a way that feels a little producer-heavy, in that the the girl usually works as an interior person, but they've decided (laughs) she's going to be deck crew. She's going to be an outdoor person. (laughs) (laughs) She's usually an indoor cat, but this season she's an outdoor cat. (laughs) And she's going to work for, as, like, a subordinate for her boyfriend. Yeah, her boyfriend which is, is the the main yuck. deck guy. Yeah. Now Although that's I should, the position I, I forgot knock the name it. of. I should knock it. I've been in that position. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine. And so, yeah, so now she's going to work on the deck. Yeah. I suspect what happened there is that the producers found the chick who's the chief stew mm-hmm. and were like, this would be interesting, so we need to put the stew somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... Because the producers on these shows don't tend to, like, be that heavy-handed. Yeah, it definitely felt weird for this show. Yeah. I'm also concerned (laughs) based on being three episodes in their relationship seems to have some problems (laughs) so it might have been the preview for the third episode but there was a preview where he the like head outdoor guy (laughs) says something (laughs) about how he like has to control his temper yeah And it's, like, very much alluding to him having, like, anger management problems and that coming out on the deck, but specifically at her. He refers to, like, a previous time that they worked together in that capacity. Yes, that's what it was. Where he had issues communicating with her. Yeah. Which is a nice way to put that. (laughs) That was extremely, it was more diplomatic than he was in his talking head about it. Yes. Yeah. And that's part of what was so uncomfortable is he's, like, in this talking head saying that he's, like, verbally abusive of her when they work together. So. Right. So it seems like a promising situation for all. For all. But, like, it's wild because they, like, have been dating for several years and they both work on this boat all the time with this one captain so then it's like this captain is like their third wheel yeah which also feels like a weird, weird dynamic yeah i can't tell if he's got like dad vibes or third wheel vibes and either way i don't like it it's both and it's weird it like it's super weird the the three of them are just a little too close for comfort yeah is this the girl i can't remember because i feel like i'm getting things crossed over but 
did she have this like backstory where she grew up on boats? Like her parents uh, like homeschooled this is the her curly on boats, chick, right? Yeah, yeah. So she was homeschooled because her parents, who had no experience with sailing, had this like yeah. dream of sailing the world. And yeah. so when she was like fifteen, they like bought a boat and they just like hired a captain and like spent many years sailing around on this boat just like look at your life look at your choices yeah all i'm gonna say there (laughs) which one is the chick who kept saying that she it's her first time working with anyone with anyone she kept saying this is it could have been the youtube girl Uh, okay she kept saying this is my first time working with anyone and I was like, I hope you just mean on yachts, because <laughs> how, how? <laughs> how? Indeed. How. Yikes. Yeah. Is that the deck crew, just those three? Am I missing someone? There's a guy from Maryland who I, we didn't see much this episode, but he's going to have at least one moment later, because it was in the preview for later in the season, where he shouts about how his mother still breastfeeds him. Wow. Sure. Yeah. And I've seen that moment referenced in two other articles. So it seems like the only thing that he maybe did this whole season. Mm. Do you think maybe he's the same the guy? guy. This, I think he might be the same guy. Yeah. I honestly couldn't tell you. All, everybody on this crew is so unnoteworthy. Other than the fact that they all seem like absolute shit shows. Yeah, everyone seems a little, like, mediocre. Like, yeah, they're not good enough to be on the real yacht, so they're on the sailing yacht. Yeah. See, that would be one thing I'd be interested to know is, like, in the hierarchy of super yachts, like, where do sailing yeah. yachts fall? Like, is this just, like, a really niche yachting experience? Or is it, like, like what? what's up with sailing the, yachts? The only way they've, like portrayed it really is that when you book a sailing yacht you actually want to like sail and you don't just want to like sit in one spot as a right guest yeah because they make a big deal about having to like get the sails up because yeah sailing right um yeah (laughs) the so here's a quote from the chief stew okay read this specific topic she says it brings in a different breed of person to join a sailboat compared to motor yachts motor yachts for me the crew that go on to motor yachts what a sentence the crew that go on to motor yachts are primarily about being seen getting the money having the luxuries and i think that sail yachties are in it for the passion interesting yeah it does seem like that their uniforms are less formal yeah um I get the sense that it's, like, not so much of, like, they're not necessarily going to get yelled at for their table settings. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) Yeah, like, the captain, when they had to meet everybody on the dock, told them to put on their polos. Yeah. Which, like, normally they'd put on their whites. Right. So I think it's a little more of a casual vibe. Yeah. This captain also doesn't seem like one who's has much attention to detail no no at one point someone comes into like the captain's room 
and he's like on autopilot and looking at a map and he's just like joking about how it like doesn't matter if he mans the boat or not basically (laughs) which is fine that's what you want (laughs) totally um he's a weird captain He's weird. I'm like, really, the Chief Stew is really rubbing me the wrong way. Like, she's got a vibe I'm not interested in. Yes. There's like, I mean, you'll get there. But like the second episode, there's a drunken night with her and Chef Adam. Yeah. And she like gets white girl wasted on Rosé. Oh no. In the hot tub. And then, like, the amount they show of her being an absolute hot mess is so embarrassing. Oh no. (laughs) Like, she keeps trying to, like, beg him to stay in the hot tub, and he's like, no. And everyone leaves, and then she follows him to his room, and he's like, can you not, though? (laughs) That's, like, big Hannah season three vibes. Yeah. It's just a lot for the first week in your new job. (laughs) Yeah. Like, maybe cool it a little. And I don't like it because she comes in so hot being like, I'm a professional. Yeah. It's like, pick But then she's also the one who says she drinks like a rock star, right? Right. Which all that means to me is that she's someone who would have been scammed by Fire Festival. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 So... Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have the same vibe as Below Deck Med. No. The vibe is a lot more, like, sort of tense. It is. I think it It was still, like, welcome, though. Like, the first episode, I think some of the more recent ones, they haven't had as good a weather. But the first episode, it was, like summer weather and i was like oh my god it's gonna be summer again someday (laughs) (laughs) it's just like sometimes what you need in february like i appreciate that below deck med is on during the summer and it's like the right time for that level of show but at the same time like sometimes you need it in the dead of winter it's also just, like, a, a nice show in the sense that, like, the stakes could not be lower. It's literally just, like, <clears throat> are a bunch of rich people enjoying their time on a very nice boat. <laughs> right. And then are all of these young people... Being responsible. <laughs> enjoying their time making out together on this very nice boat. Yes. Will their hangover impair their ability to keep the rich people happy? (laughs) Who knows? Sometimes that's all you need from a show. Like, a lot of the time, that's all I need. Like, dear Netflix, please take note. Like, less of whatever the fuck we talked about last week on Netflix, and more below deck. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm into it. And I, like, because it's a lot about, like, teamwork, and so where you get invested is, like, oh, they all have to get the job done, and they're all dysfunctional (laughs) people, but, like, 
when it really gets to it, they, like, get the job done. All I want to say is I don't think that the, um, uh, with the couple, the boat couple. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think he would offer to leave to save her job. (laughs) (laughs) In a grand romantic gesture. I also don't think that she would offer to leave her job for him in a grand romantic gesture. No. (laughs) That is the measure. They definitely, they're going to break up if they haven't already. They're so going to break up. And, like, one thing that hasn't been revealed in the bit that I've watched so far is, like, whether or not they always have a dysfunctional relationship. Yeah. You know, is it, like, one of those things where, like, during the off-season, they're all just palling around on the boat so nothing matters. But during charter season, everyone is stressed out. So there's peaks and valleys. You know what I mean? I get that sense, and I also think it's exacerbated by her having to follow orders from him. Yes, for sure. And he also just seems like a dick. Like, he seems like a dude who would have a lot of contact with everybody. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I think they're gonna have some sort of like arguments in front of guests that are gonna be uncomfortable. Yeah, that's my prediction. <laughs> I agree. And it seems like they, it seems like that's gonna be the case for everyone, just mm-hmm. with like different issues. Like everyone's really stressed out because Ben or not Ben. Adam and the Chief Stew are gonna bone. I don't know. He's not into it and yet. But yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, but I mean, Adam's easy, as we all learned. <laughs> like, um, he's also just like a sucker for dysfunction. So if he has an opportunity to get into like some weird shit, yeah, you know he's gonna. He's gonna try and have relations with at least two people on that boat. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, I feel like the other two stewardesses are just gonna kind of dink around the boat and being, like, perfectly fine young women. And the chief stew is just gonna make shit harder than it needs to be because she's just like that. Yeah. There already was a situation where um, one of them complained that Adam wasn't treating her fairly. Or was she was said that he was treating her like she didn't know what she was doing. And Is this the chick who he took the plate away from because she didn't hold yes. it level enough? Yes. Yeah. And so then the chief stew goes to him and is like, she complained, but I told her to just have a spine and suck it up. Oh. Because... Uh, yeah, so <laughs> it's like some real weird energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's just too intense. It's a lot. She's it's... no Hannah. No. Hannah she's brings no Hannah. like a very lovable energy to all of her bullshit. Which is just uh, contains multitudes. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. This chick doesn't have that sort of redemptive quality yeah no anyway 
No, she seems like she holds everyone else to higher standards than she holds herself, which is yes, a fun for time. Sure. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah. But I'm happy to be watching more Below Deck. I love Below Deck. It's very This show, good. like, really gets me through stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really been there for me. <laughs> yes. And because I've been too scared to watch, like, traditional Below Deck, because it just seems like too much of an investment, I'm really happy Same. that there's a new, like, iteration of it starting now that I can hop on board with, if but you it's will. It's, like, a weird thing in, like, the Below Deck universe where like OG Below Deck feels like it has like a whole fandom like a whole in universe like you have to understand the inside jokes and like yeah like I'd have to start at season one and there's like eight seasons of that and I need to be in like a certain place in my life that I'm gonna like the captain and the chief stew are like are like characters in a way that you know the folks on Below Deck Med aren't yet yeah um, and it's intimidating. It is. Because I don't, I don't need it to be, like, housewives of whatever level no. of investment into the bullshit. No. I'm just trying to hang out on a boat and watch people get drunk. In and the act confused <laughs> about their life choices. Yeah. As if it wasn't totally preventable to get drunk and make out with someone you work with. Right. Before getting back on a very nice boat in a nice place to give rich people stuff. Yes. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. Thank you, Below Deck Sailing Yacht. (laughs) Um, Do we have anything else to say about Below Deck? Are we good? That's it. All right. Well, all crew, all crew. If you would like to (laughs) hold a crew meeting with us, you can request one via Twitter (laughs) at HateWatchWithUs (laughs) or via email at HateWatchWithUs at gmail.com. Nailed it again. Or uh, (laughs) via the internet at HateWatchWithUs.com. Or you can leave us a five-star review wherever you are listening to this fine show and tell us about your preferences yeah your preference sheet to be clear i don't want like all of your preferences (laughs) (laughs) Uh, your your podcast preference sheet yeah if we ever do listener surveys that's what we should call it one thousand percent yeah um well, you know some other shows that you could listen to. Those are the shows over on the Thought Bubble Audio Network. And you can find them at Thought Bubble FM on Twitter, thoughtbubbleaudio.com, or thoughtbubbleaudio at gmail.com. And yeah. they're on Patreon also. You can search for them, Thought Bubble Audio. Yes. <laughs> They've got shows that also have opinions on things, and um, some of their shows have names. What a descriptive um, (laughs) promotional segment that you just did there. I just, I think I'm really building the suspense because now, because now you're over there thinking like, whoa, what kind of, what kind of names do those shows have? I guess I better go to one of the aforementioned platforms. 
Yeah. Where I can We're not going to tell you. Shit. you got to figure it out for yourself. No, because you, no, now you have the URLs. So now you have to go there. I'm getting the clicks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, <sighs> thank you, crew, for listening. <laughs> we will see you next time with a nice tip envelope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.